0: We have seen the changing of the guard in the Metro Division. Only, it's not the Hurricanes, as a lot of people had been expecting, and it's not the Rangers, as everyone in New York had been expecting. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this the Rangers went down in flames in game seven, four to nothing to the Devils. And yeah, I had to put it in that order because anytime you can see Jacob Truba in a handshake line on the wrong end of it, you want to make sure that there's a, an extra emphasis on that side of it. But from the New Jersey perspective, yeah, wow. That is one. Very, very fast, fresh, and fun hockey team. And it took me by surprise to the point that I am right now, right here in this segment, going to eat all of my words about the Devils' start that they got off to. It looked phony to me. It felt phony to me. I was wrong. I read it wrong. I didn't believe in Jack Hughes because I'd heard a lot of people inside hockey criticizing his physique, his lack of willingness to work, to build up his strength. And there he came with a powerful physical frame. Still not a big dude, but I'm talking about within what he has And he let it all fly, and everyone else followed his lead right up to Hughes' outstanding pass on the two-on-one for Eric Howla's one-timer that really sealed the win for New Jersey last night. That was the third goal. Hughes has turned into a star. Other players who I thought were either draft duds or were never going to rise up, like Nico Heashier and others, have become real live hockey players moves that were made there by Tom Fitzgerald, who could have been your GM right here in Pittsburgh, ended up paying off. Smart acquisitions. Guys who fit the way that they wanted to play, which, by the way, was not the way they used to play for many, many years in Newark. And then they get into the playoffs, things don't go well at the start, and they find a goaltender. They find Akira Schmid. 22 years old from Switzerland, they put him out there, has almost a Johan Hedberg feel to it. Sometimes you just don't know who's going to take off for you in a playoff environment. And this kid, who acknowledged the reporters last night in Newark, that he even surprised himself, he goes 4-1 and in this series, and he gives up a grand total of two goals in those four wins. The Rangers had no answer for him, but way more compelling than that, the Rangers had no answer for New Jersey skating. You know who else didn't? Yeah, right. You saw those games. The Devils can fly and they can fly like nobody else in the division nobody else in the conference, maybe nobody else in the league. If there's a team that's faster than New Jersey, please feel free to name it and go right ahead and try it with Edmonton because I'm not going to let you do it just because they have two or three guys that fit that category. New Jersey's got a ton of them. Very, very different. And then even in this series, even in this series, I'm wrong again because when i I saw the Rangers play. And bear in mind that the last time I saw the Rangers in person were those back-to-back games in the garden. I was there covering it, watching from the press box, and I'm thinking to myself, the Rangers are one of the fastest teams in the league. And they've got some guys who can really motor. You know, not least of whom are Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, a bunch of them. A bunch of them. Didn't matter. The Devils were just circles around them. Circles. Hockey people love to say that speed is the one thing that doesn't go into a slump. And they're right. You can have a terrible game in terms of your decision-making. You can make lousy passes. You can misfire on the net. You can lose your imagination. But you don't slow down. That's always within your control. If you're fast, you can always look fast and be fast. The Devils have that going for them, as well as what appears to be, under Lindy Ruff, a good, healthy culture about that. Lindy's a perfect coach for that team in so many ways, because that was the style that he taught for many, many years in Buffalo when he had that immense skill that the Sabres used to have. And he loved it. He would just press the attack, 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 attack. Yeah, he wants you to defend, but he wants you to go, go, go. Well, you can do that if you have speed, speed, speed. The devils have that. The hurricanes have some of it, too. The hurricanes do not, however, have an Akira Schmid, And I'm going to take the devils in this coming series because I'm tired of being wrong about the devils. What does all of this mean for your favorite hockey team? I have no earthly idea. That is my honest answer to you. I don't know that the owners of this hockey team are even watching any of these playoffs now that the Bruins are out. Being that they're all from Boston, they all live in Boston. I I don't know. I don't know what it means. I don't know who's in charge. I don't know who they're going to hire. I do know that there are a couple of guys right now Fitzgerald's one of them, and Jason Bottrell, who is the assistant GM to Ron Francis in Seattle, gotten their teams into the second round of a tournament for which the Penguins couldn't even qualify. Uh, Once the Penguins have a GM, once they have a front office, uh, all of this will be a lot more fun to speculate on from, from their perspective. But for right now... Whew, there's some catching up to do, and you wouldn't want to start that race while giving the other guys two or three strides. When we come back, J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Dennis, and it's in reference to Jacob Truba's latest awful hit this one on Timo Meyer of the Devils. Last night, Dennis asked, DK, I'm confused. I believe Truba hit Meyer clearly in the head. No call because the arm or forearm wasn't raised up on contact. But anyone with half a brain would think that a hit to the head, no matter what, would still be called a hit to the head. Well, to start off with, it was nice to see Meyer uh, both in the handshake line and... Exchanging uh, pleasantries with Truba along the way, uh, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do either of those things, obviously. And the fact that he was up and moving around is uh, not to make light of this, but it, it's at least a good sign that Meyer has retained at least half of his brain. Because that's what this this what this is about. These are head injuries. These aren't to be taken lightly. These aren't something where anyone should be gauging intent the best rule in hockey is the high sticking rule it's a work of art it's put into place in such a way that it takes away any idiocy that could follow it how does it work plain and simple you as the person holding your stick are responsible for For that stick and any damage that comes of it. So if you just swipe your stick around recklessly, if you fling it, you don't see the guy behind you and you clip him in the face. That's a penalty. Simple as that. If you utilize it in some very willfully malicious way, you're getting into some other stratosphere. But that's the high sticking rule. No one has to wonder whether or not there was intent. No one has to engage in mind reading. How and why these Neanderthals, these New York Neanderthals, I should add, running this league can't see that the same thing should apply to headshots I don't begin to understand. This hit blew up on social media. As they all do, especially when it involves Truba, because there are so many people in New York. There are so many fans of the Rangers, and they will all come rushing to his defense. He's a clean hitter. He's never done it. Meanwhile, he's involved in one of these like every other week. And in the playoffs, it's every other game. Every year. They just see that as some... Gross injustice of attacking who he is and his old school hockey, and you're supposed to keep your head on a swivel. I must have seen on social media a million times last night that Meyer had his head down. Watch the video. His head is way up. His chin is way up. He was crouched a little low, crossing over the New York Blue Line. There were two other Rangers approaching him. He was aware of them. He was alert. What happened? Was the Truba, be- fitting his predatory behavior, comes between slash around those other two Rangers for the sole purpose of knocking this player into the next century. And as you say, the first and only significant point of contact on this hit was to the head. Directly to his head. Every single camera angle shows this. There's nothing about that hit that should be considered clean. There's nothing about whether or not Truba was thinking mean thoughts or Meyer was somehow in some 1965 kind of way responsible for how he entered the zone. It, this is just this is this league a being super backward. B. B still and i believe this with all my heart still hyper defensive about that lawsuit that they were able to somehow survive regarding cte and as a result gary bettman still has to show everybody that you know look you can still have hits and somebody doesn't die and see the headquarters is in new york now when you hear me say that It sounds like some petty thing or something that Joe Blow fan would say or whatever. It's not what I'm referring to. I don't think that the people who are at league headquarters are all Rangers fans. I'm sure a good many of them are. But I do believe that they're right there in the middle of that market where the New York media builds up Truba as if he's some kind of rock star and as if the rest of the league and the rest of the hockey world is just too wussy to get it. That's, that's the environment in which league headquarters is situated. That's what they see. That's what they hear. That's what they read. That is influential. If Truba was still playing for the Winnipeg Jets, as he did in his early years, Truba would have a suspension list five miles long. But that's not where he is. It's certainly not where he is. He's in a place where they're playing as much hockey as the Penguins are right about now. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, and we'll do another one of these tomorrow.